brother. Question for you, Ben. When a soul jumps to Earth in the Pixar universe, does it have to land in a human body? Well, obviously not. I mean, we literally see the former soul of Mr. Mittens on the conveyor belt after Joe lands in his body. Not to mention that within the world of Pixar, there are plenty of other kinds of characters that obviously have souls, like rats or dogs or monsters or I forgot the fourth one. Fish. 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 But it's not like really hard to argue that those characters have souls because they're all organic beings. But on the other hand, Pixar is also full of inorganic characters that seem to have plenty of personality and life as well, like Wally. Now, if you've watched our Who Does 22 Become video, then you know that we think Wally definitely has a soul, but I would also put an asterisk next to that saying that he is unique among the machines in this regard. He is the only one able to break through his internal programming and experience genuine life-giving human emotions. See, within the Pixarverse, it is human memory that gives stuff life. This is why on the entire planet, it just so happens that the one little plant that's growing happens to be near Wally. That said, though, there are a group of semi-sentient beings within the Pixar universe that, to me, seem to have a big old question mark above their head in terms of whether or not they have souls. And that is the Toys. So today we're gonna figure out, do toys have souls? Hey brother! Do the toys have souls? I mean, they certainly seem to have plenty of personality and seem able to experience genuine emotions, feel pain, and even face moral dilemmas. On the other hand though, they can be ripped to shreds with almost no consequence, or at least certainly not death. Saw your better half at the front of the store. Yeah, you mess with the cat, you get the claws. <laughs> they can also be disassembled and reassembled in any which way without any real consequence, and they can become inanimate objects at just a moment's notice. It's harder than you think. It's all right. I'm okay. Where's my hat? They also don't seem to be at risk for things like uh, drowning or starving. Though that said, breathing and food are merely requirements for a body, not necessarily a soul. I mean, when we see the souls preparing to jump to Earth, the only real requirement is that they have their Earth pass completely filled out, made up of different personality traits and the oh-so-vital spark. And again, the toys seem to have lots of personality and even goals, so they feel like good candidates. But alas, I'm afraid, no. I do not think the toys have souls. What it comes down to is this, that souls are for living beings and the toys are just not alive. Like even though they can come to life, it all has to do with how they are coming to life, which for the toys in the Pixar verse involves humans having memories of them. For example, we see in Toy Story 2 that Andy has nearly completely forgotten about Wheezy, and as a result, Wheezy is getting very sick and is very close to dying. Which means there is a version of Wheezy where he just exists as a toy 
who cannot come to life. Which I would say is also the state of most toys that have only been manufactured but not opened or played with. Like, say, all of the Buzz Lightyears in this aisle. The display Buzz that arrests our Buzz can come to life because of that very reason. He's the display model. Like when children come meandering through the aisle, sure, they might admire all the buzzes in the box, but the one that truly gets their attention and that they are encouraged to interact with is the one on display, which is why that buzz can come out of hypersleep. Right, right, right. Okay, Jay, maybe they don't have a soul when they're manufactured, but they do come to life, right? Like maybe they just get the soul when the child plays with them. Fair, and yet I'll go you one further because Pixar also makes a pretty compelling case for other living beings that do not have souls. Allow me to introduce you to uh, everyone on the Axiom. Are these people living? Yes. Are they alive? No, actually, I'm just gonna let the captain say it because he says it way better than I ever can. I don't want to survive. I wanna live. Exactly. While these people are definitely surviving, I think you would agree that they lack any personality traits whatsoever at all. Which really isn't that surprising. I mean, at this point, they are a lot closer to just products produced by BNL than actual people. Which is not to say they don't have potential though. I mean, John and Mary and the captain all have the briefest of interactions with Wally and it totally wakes them up. Like you could almost literally watch the moment when the soul arrives in each person's body and they suddenly have that spark to live. Spark really was the perfect word. But so then getting back to the toys, shouldn't it just be the same thing? Doesn't the soul arrive then just when the kid plays with the toy? No. Instead, the toys are a lot more like Bing Bong from Inside Out. Who's your friend who likes to play? Bing Bong, Bing Bong. Bing Bong is super fun and he has a hilarious personality, but would you describe him as alive? Certainly not. I mean, he is straight up an imaginary friend. Doesn't mean Riley isn't having real experiences with him in her mind, but that's just it. He is 100% in her mind and an extension of her experiences and of her soul. But when Bing Bong fades away, there's not some cat, dolphin, cotton candy, question mark, elephant soul on the conveyor belt heading towards the great beyond. The same is basically true of the toys. They're powered by Andy's memories and are an extension of his soul, or more likely many people's because lots of different people would have memories of them. The other thing I think separating the toys from being with souls is that for them, dead is not really dead. I mean, if you say, you know, cascade into a giant flaming pit of fire, yeah, you gone, you dead. Let's look at Wheezy again. Sure, he could become completely forgotten and return to a state of permanent stasis, but all it would take would be for Andy or Andy's mom to like rediscover him on the shelf and be like, oh yeah, Wheezy, and then he could come back to life. Same goes for Bing Bong. Like, yeah, sure, right now he's out of Riley's head, but all it would take for him to come back would be one of her parents saying, oh yeah, you had an imaginary friend, remember? Bing Bong, you drew him on the wall once, we couldn't get it off. Should have gotten the washable crayons, that was a mistake, it was there for years. Point is, toys, even ones that can readily come to life, even Andy's brand new favorite toy, Buzz Lightyear, do not have souls. But as always with these things, I think there is one exception. One Sheriff Woodrow Pride. Woody, just 
Woody. His actual last name is Pride. Woodrow is not his first name. I probably shouldn't have just, I, this was a dumb joke. Woody, I think, does have a soul, but not always, just later. I'll explain. Okay, for real though, I cannot tell you how long we have had did Woody ascend into a living being at the end of Toy Story 4 on our idea board, but we've just, we never pursued it because we didn't feel like we had a very good explanation, even though it felt so true. That is, until Soul. Woody's journey through the first three movies all have him serving one greater purpose, which is just to be there for Andy. That is his literal purpose as a toy, and he behaves so, acting according to his nature. Sure, there's a brief period in Toy Story 2 where he's considering that museum life, but even that is serving the purpose of a toy. I mean, being on display, I dare say, is the fate of most toys out there. I mean, just look, look at our set. I mean, not exactly playing with these most of the time. Well, I mean, not never. Woo, get him, Mr. Bob. <laughs> Hello, duck, meet. Check it out, we also got a duck basketball. So uh, this bit, not over at all. Ducks go in cups. Anyway, the point is, even if Woody went to the museum, that would be fulfilling his role as a toy. But then Toy Story 4 comes along and totally changes everything for Woody. Sure, for most of the movie, he's on his usual mission to get back to Bonnie and make sure Forky is safe. But then at the end, you see him do something most toys don't do. He chooses himself, which kind of also means then that there is a self to choose. And yes, I get it. There are other toys out there who seem to be acting out of self-interest or at least very selfishly. Lotso, for example, has an iron fluff grip on everyone at Sunnyside and sits on top like a king, but the point of it all is still to get played with. Stinky Pete wants to go to the museum because he was never played with. But the point is he wants to last and he wants to do it by doing what toys are supposed to do. Woody chooses a life outside the purpose of a toy, which is huge, but should sound somewhat familiar because do you know who else doesn't have a purpose? We don't assign purposes. Where did you get that idea? Everyone! Now, granted, Woody's chosen life is to help other toys get paired with kids so that they can fulfill their purpose because let's face it, Woody is just so selfless like that. But it is specifically not about being played with or acting in any way according to the nature of a toy. It is just about living. In fact, I dare say you can literally see the moment Woody gets his spark and is ready to live. He's of course barreling towards it the entire movie, but I think it happens right here when he helps Gabby Gabby get found. And you can see it takes a few minutes for it to really take hold. His first instinct is to still go back to Bonnie, but with just a little encouragement from Buzz, she'll be okay. Bonnie will be okay. Actually, let's talk about Buzz for a second because you might be thinking, wow, well, if Woody is this self-aware, certainly Buzz must be too, right? But surprisingly, no. I mean, early on in Toy Story 4, Woody has to literally explain what a conscience is to Buzz. And while Woody spends the whole movie working towards actual free will, Buzz spends the whole movie literally listening out loud to all of his internal programming. Which conversely, Woody literally physically gives away 
his internal programming. But that might leave you wondering, okay, so if this is the case for Woody, does that mean Bo also has a soul? I mean, she does go with Woody and it is to do the same thing and she's already living outside the room of child. And that's all true, there is an argument for it, but even as she is describing her new life to Woody, it is as a lost toy, which I dare say is just another style of toy existence. I mean, even when we are reintroduced to Bo, it's because she's at the playground trying to be played with by kids. Bo is trying to be a lost toy. Woody ends up being a found person. Which, and this is a weird thing, if Woody has a soul, it means he could act as the one giving Bo life. And hey, if that doesn't make you soulmates, uh, I don't know what does. You literally give me life. Man, this has been a weird video. I hope I haven't accidentally offended anyone's sensibilities about what it means to have a soul like here in the real world. These are fictional characters with fictional soul rules, okay? Cool, we all good on that? All right. I do love the idea though that Woody has been infused with like so much love and so many memories from Andy and Bonnie that he is able to ascend to like a greater plane of existence. And if you need any further proof, listen to his final two words on screen. To infinity. But Ben, my question for you and everyone else is, what do you think? Does Woody have a soul? Does Bo do any of the toys? Let me know your thoughts in the towel section down below. Guys, thanks so much for watching today's video. As always, don't forget to leave a like on it if you haven't already and subscribe so you don't miss any future Pixar action from us. If you want to see our theory about Hoodoo 22 Bakum, you can check out this video right here. But Ben, until next time, I will see you in another life, brother.